Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today, we're talking about um, the, what does the word conditioned mean? So uh, I've had several people reach out. Um, they're relatively new to the podcast, so they, they just wanted to know, you know, Michelle, you talk about um, conditioning all the time. What exactly does that mean? Well, if you do a little word study, you know, I, I love to do word studies. I love to look up what uh, has traditionally uh, been thought about a particular word. So obviously looking in the dictionary, um, seeing where the origin of the word comes from, what are the different definitions, uh, you, you know, using a thesaurus to see words that are kind of tangential to that word. Uh, I find that fun. You might not find that fun. I've been doing that for years and it gives me a lot of insight. And then I, I add one level to that and I just ask, what does that word mean to me? Okay. I think that's actually more significant than knowing what the dictionary says is what does it mean to me? What's the concepts uh, that I built around that word, right? So this word conditioned, uh, there's really two definitions, two broad definitions, if you will. When we talk about conditioning, um, I, I usually use the, the terms conditioning to talk about your early beliefs that were developed in you. And this is everything, right? So especially the first seven or eight years of your life, uh, that is before your, your conscious mind is really developed. Uh, your, your logical kind of, you know, reasoning mind, uh, up until that point, your subconscious mind is really in charge. And that is your feelings, values, beliefs, needs, wants in your identity. So for example, the way that you look at yourself, other people, the world, um, the way that you interact in your world, whether it be through relationships or not, or, um, how you tie your shoes, how you get ready in the morning, the, the types of food you like to eat, how you celebrate holidays, um, really about 90 to 95% of how your life is set up right now has been conditioned in you. Okay. When we're small, the people in our life, our caregivers, they teach us how to be safe, secure, and successful in our environment. So for example, you know, uh, my children all speak the language of English. Uh, actually two of them have taken Spanish so they can speak a little Spanish. Uh, you know, so they have learned English because that's what, not only what we speak, but that's what helps them to be safe, secure, and successful in their environment. Now, if they lived in a different country, you know, that spoke a different language, they would speak that language, right? I know that's a very simplistic example, but think about it this way. The way that you celebrate holidays or the, the particular brand of religion or belief system that you have is not the right one. It's the one that you were conditioned to live. Okay. So conditioning is not always bad. Uh, you know, one of the, the, the things that is really helpful in a society. Uh, let, let's talk about traffic and, and driving, right? Um, having rules or systems or regulations on how to stay safe on the road when we're all using the road 
is probably a good thing, right? Now, there are parts of the world, they don't necessarily have that, uh, and still people seem to navigate, right? Uh, another, you know, way of, of looking at this is, um, you know, we have, have certain uh, conditioned responses, right? Let's say you were taught um, as a child that your family was of, of one political persuasion, right? And you've never really thought about that. You just thought, oh, that's right. And so you go about in the world and life shows you some different experiences and you're like, oh man, do I really believe that? Okay. And maybe you, you come upon a different political persuasion, right? And you're like, oh, this is really what I believe. So what you're doing is you're jumping from your conditioning from your early life and you're choosing a new level of conditioning. <laughs> okay. This is life. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with conditions. We just want to know that they're there, right? We want to know anytime we, we come upon this idea or thought that this is the right thing, or this is the only way to do something, we know that there's a conditioning there. And it's helpful to ask yourself, you know, where did that come from? Did I choose that? right? Did someone give that to me? I just kind of blindly accepted that. Or um, maybe even the better question is, do I want that still? And the answer might be yes. And that's okay. You just want to be intentional and conscious about that being your choice. Okay. Many times our conditioning causes us to have limitations or limiting beliefs. Okay. For example, <clears throat> I use this all the time. You know, when I was a child, I, I developed the, the belief to stay still, small and quiet. It kept me safe. And in the environment that I was raised in, that was absolutely true. But when I was trying to make that shift into being, uh, you know, a, a, a national and international speaker and trainer, I, that was a limiting belief for me. Because if you're standing on stage in front of 3000 people and there's a belief that's running the show that's saying, uh, this is not stay safe. You're not staying still, small and quiet. I had to overcome that conditioning and create a new conditioning for myself. Okay. So sometimes when we find ourselves stuck in life, it's because of our previous conditioning. Uh, many of the clients that I'm working with right now, they're trying to do a new thing in life and it can be anything, lots, lots of different things, but they're coming upon people in their life that they love and that love them that do not have that belief. And so navigating, how can I become a sovereign individual within my group of people? How can I do my own thing and still, you know, be a part of this group? That's a tough situation. And I'm not going to solve that on this podcast. I'm just bringing it up. And this happens all the time. Okay. So one definition of conditioning is maybe the, the things that you were given to before, and it could be limitations. Now, the other form of conditioning, uh, you can think about it in this way. If you're going to, uh, you know, I, I used to play four sports a year and, uh, there was always, you know, several weeks in between the two sports and we would go to conditioning. So, uh, the hardest conditioning for me, I think was the, the transition between basketball and volleyball. Um, 
you know, in basketball, by the time you get to the end of the season, man, I can, I can run for an hour straight if you want me to, that's fine. But when you go to play volleyball, you're not running an hour straight. Guess what you're doing? You're squatting. (laughs) That's different than running. Uh, and I remember the, the switch in, in having to go to conditioning and realizing, oh my gosh, I've got to do a new thing. You know, it was very interesting in high school. We had, um, we had stairs, uh, to, to go up to different levels and you could always tell the volleyball players who were in conditioning because for about a month's time, we were in the slow lane on the stairs right? Because it, it was really taking a lot out of us to get our legs used to that. Even though we were used to running for an hour, very different muscle groups uh, in that conditioning time. So conditioning can also be seen as you're getting ready to do something. You're implementing, you know, a growth strategy, let's say, and you're doing that and you're having these growing pains, right? Um, so maybe you're, you're, uh, you have a new job and you're coming into the new job. You're learning, you know, all the people, right? So it's not just who does what position, but also you're learning their personalities. You're learning their likes and dislikes, right? But you're also learning your particular job. You're learning other people's jobs. How does this all relate, right? There's a, there's a learning curve when you start a new job, especially if you are the leader of a group, right? And so, Uh, It takes a certain amount of conditioning, intentional practice, paying attention, right? Um, Growing stronger in your ability to do those new things before you become proficient. That's what we call growing pains. Those are actually really good. Now, when you look at these two types of conditioning, there's, there's one thought I want you to really think about. There is a difference between pain and soreness, okay? So let's say you're out and about and you're, you know, um, running, you're doing whatever, and you have a pain in your foot. This happened to me many years ago, actually. uh, I had broken a toe and, you know, I was doing a lot of running at the time. And runners, what are you going to do about a broken toe, right? You just keep going. I didn't realize the significance of this broken toe, that it was way more than that, actually. Uh, I just thought it was a broken toe. And so at some point, the pain became unbearable. There was something saying, you need to take care of this. Okay? That's different than, let's say you go out running for the first time in a while, and you come back and like, you know, your lungs are tired the next day, the next two days, your, your muscles are sore, right? There's not pain there, but there's a soreness. The soreness says, hey, listen, you're doing a new thing. Woohoo, <laughs> right? Might not feel like that, but that's really what's happening. You're doing a new thing. You're growing. Awesome. Pain says we have something here we need to take care of. Something is not working, okay? Learn to know the difference in your life. If pain shows up, most likely what is happening is there's an early conditioning that's no longer working for you. A lot of my clients are dealing with people pleasing. Uh, They learned as a child, I have to keep everybody in my environment happy so I stay safe. And they're having a lot of pain in their life because of that. And so the pain is signaling you need to change this. Many people are starting a a growth process, doing something new, and they're having soreness. 
all right, come on, let's, let's talk about that. I'm always going to celebrate your soreness because it's a growing pain. It's actually getting you somewhere. So the idea of conditioning is not necessarily bad. You get to choose your experience of that. Okay. And again, remember you're, you're traveling from one level of conditioning to another. You just want to be in uh, conscious of, and aware of that. Okay. Does that help? Uh, okay. So, uh, you know, this would be a great episode if you wanted to kind of reach out to me, <laughs> give me some feedback. What do you think about the, these two definitions? How does this relate to your life? I would love to hear your thoughts on this and thank you so much to, it was actually three separate people this past week, uh, who have recently plugged into the podcast and wanted to know about that, that word conditioning. So thank you for your questions. And you know, would you all consider, uh, just because we are having more people show up on the podcast, is there anybody in your life who needs regular doses of encouragement, support, kind of a kick in the rear, if you will, sometimes, but, but might be open to this idea of changing their thinking? Would you consider just referring this podcast to them? I would really appreciate that. Okay. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.